Welcome to the Rebel Babe Cave, where we chat with amazing women within the worlds of sports, fitness, wellness, and business who aren't afraid to keep it real. Every week, we talk careers, relationships, and most importantly, the practice of self-care. Uncensored and unapologetic, you'll walk away from every episode with real-life takeaways and advice. No BS or fluff. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Rebel Babe Cave. I have a big announcement for you guys. I am actually rebranding this podcast and we are naming it something completely new entirely. And I'm bursting to tell you guys. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and tell you I'm not ready to officially change it over yet, but we are working on rebranding and changing everything over. So in the next couple of weeks, you will see a new name. So yes, right now it's the rebel babe cave, which, you know, to me, a rebel babe is the kind of woman who just bucks the status quo. She is striving to be the best possible version of herself. She doesn't really care what other people think. She lifts up other women. She cares about her health, her fitness, all of that. So, which it's awesome. It's an awesome thing to identify with. But the problem I am finding is that right now I have an amazing group of listeners. Everyone who is listening to this right now, you are here for a reason. And I love you for it. But I realize that, you know, we're kind of just making it harder for people to find us to make it harder for, you know, women to identify. They don't, if they don't know what a rebel babe is, they're not searching for that. They're not looking for that. And so I realized that in order to grow this listenership and in order to touch and help as many women as possible, we got to change the name. So we are now going to be, once we have our official rebrand kickoff, <laughs> new music, new intro, new imaging, all of that. The same, similar, awesome content. We're still going to do our self-love Sunday. So we are renaming it the Self-Love Breakfast Club. And I am so excited about it. I'm so excited about the name. I'm also really excited because I feel like it kind of opens the door to speaking to a lot more women, awesome, powerful, incredible, badass women who are loving themselves, who are working towards loving themselves, who have tips and best practices for self-care, self-love, and all of that. So I'm so flipping excited to switch this podcast over to the new name, the new branding. You're still getting me, and you're still getting a lot of the same similar content. Yes, I know we talk a lot about health and fitness a lot, and it's really honestly important to me, and it's important, I think, to every woman to take care of themselves. So that's still going to be a strong vein in the content, but we are going to push more towards that self-love, self-care aspect. So I hope you guys love the name. I hope you guys love it. Please let me know what you think about it. Get into my DMs on Instagram at Rose and tell me what you think about the new name. 
So also another big thing that's happening is I am launching my new nutrition program. It's called Busy Body. It's basically for uh, generally for women who are busy, whether it be a business, multiple businesses, a work and a side hustle, you have kids, you have, you know, crazy stuff just going on. I wanted something a lot more accessible to the everyday person. You know, not everyone is sitting around counting macros. Not everyone is understanding even what a macro is or wants to know. And so I wanted to help the women out there who just feel so tired and so sick of dieting and are sick of restricting and are sick of seeing amazing results. And then wham, they gain it all back. I want to help women find a way to sustainably live their lives and eat what they love and not have to worry about counting every little gram that goes in their mouth. So obviously there has to be some sort of structure around it. We can't just, it's not just like this magical (laughs) uh, change we're able to just make with, with zero understanding, but I feel so confident in this program. I have a bunch of women working through it right now and in our beta program, just so we can like see what we needed to fix or see, you know, what we could do better. And the feedback has been incredible. I'm tweaking it to making it the best, best, best version of it for right now. We're always going to be working towards making it better. And just how easy and simple everyone has said that it is, and they can't believe it actually works and that it's actually working for them has been just incredible to hear. So I am so excited to launch this full scale enrollment is going to start August 14th and it's going to run for two weeks. So the 14th through the 28th is open enrollment and we will get started on August 31st. So pumped you guys. If you want to learn more about this, you can go to crystalrose.com slash nutrition or just go to crystalrose.com and you guys will see the nutrition tab and you can go there and you will be able to read more about the program. Um, You can sign up for the newsletter to find out when it drops officially and just stay tuned. I'm going to be talking about it on the podcast, on my Facebook, on Instagram, pretty much everywhere I am. I will be talking about the launch of the Busybody program because I am so freaking excited about it and I cannot wait to just bring this thing bigger and help more women, help more people. So yeah, that's what's going on. So today's episode is just me and I am, we're surprise, surprise, we're talking about nutrition. We're talking about diets and the name of this episode is eight reasons your diet failed. And I also want to just say that, you know, a failed diet isn't just you not being able to stick to it. A failed diet is seeing success through a diet and then not being able to sustain or maintain it and then kind of going backwards and gaining all the weight back and then some. And the reason why that happens, it's not because of you. It's not because you don't have willpower. It's not because you're not strong enough or not motivated enough. The reason is because that original diet was not sustainable. And that is what I will, that's the hill I'm going to die on you guys. That is the hill I'm going to die on is that sustainable diets. And I don't just mean like to lose weight. I mean, just like the way that you eat has to be sustainable. And if it's not, you're not going to stick to it. You're not going to see the results long-term that you want. And it may not be quick and sexy, but 
it will be lasting if it's sustainable. And that, like I said, that's the hill I'm going to die on, you guys. I will fight that one tooth and nail with anybody who wants to talk about extremes all day long. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, slide up into my DMs and let me know what you think. I sort of hate the word diet and not because of what it means, but for what we've turned it into. This is what diet is supposed to mean. Diet. Noun. (laughs) The kinds of foods that a person, animal, or community habitually eats. What everyone uses the word diet for. Diet. Verb. Restrict oneself to small amounts or special kinds of food in order to lose weight. So uh, we're going to address the verb on this podcast. You know, lately I've been seeing a lot of different diets going around and a lot of them have been around for a while. Keto, paleo, whole 30, IIFYM, vegan, gluten-free, intermittent fasting, counting macros, all of that. Call them fads, trends, or whatever. But the sad fact is that most of these diets are not sustainable and not because of the diet itself, but more so because of the fact that they're not one size fits all. Reason number one, your diet failed. You wanted it now. When choosing a diet, most people don't consider the long-term and sustainability. Nope. (laughs) Most of us are instant gratification whores. We want big results now. No one wants to wait to see results and we are easily frustrated. The problem is, is that fat loss takes longer than weight loss. If you're doing it the right way, it's going to be slower than you ultimately want but it's going to be more sustainable. Wouldn't you rather it take longer to come off and stay off instead of come off and come back as quickly as it left? The diet fix. Have patience. You didn't gain weight or fat overnight, so you're not going to lose it overnight either. You know, I've been talking about this a lot lately, and it's we have this belief that diets are supposed to be really, really painful, but also we're going to see it happen fast. So if I'm like, drink celery juice for three days straight and that's it, please don't do that. You know, it's, you're like, oh, that's really, really hard. So it's obviously going to work. And then, you know, you'll lose 15 pounds in three days and you're like, fuck yeah. You know, that's like a big, that's a big result that you get in a short amount of time. And you, your brain doesn't care if that's water weight or not. You're just like, yes. Painful and hard and difficult and quick results. Perfect. And that just doesn't work. I hate to break it to you, but it doesn't. Reason why your diet failed, number two. You restricted too much. Do you know what happens when you cut things out of your diet? You want them. (laughs) So if you suddenly decide to cut fried food, soda, carbs, dairy, fat, red meat, blah, blah, blah. This is failure written all over it. And when you restrict, you're likely going to obsess over what you've decided you can't have, which nine times out of 10 leads to binging. The fix here is to start small. You know, you don't need to cut 47 things out of your diet to be successful. Maybe start with limiting some of these things. Maybe not as many fried foods, maybe as not as much soda, Have the mindset that you can have it. You just don't want it or need it in massive quantities. Learning proper serving sizes and moderation will also help you, you know, they keep the foods you love in your diet and still see success. Reason your diet failed, number three, 
you aggressively changed your lifestyle. It's one thing if you already have one foot into something new, but if you suddenly decide to go vegan or cut out all carbs and go keto, you're setting yourself up for failure. Your current lifestyle is your lifestyle and changing things dramatically forces a new lifestyle upon you, which makes it pretty tough to settle in. You and your body are going to fight it. When you make small little baby steps to change your lifestyle, it's a lot easier to sustain and to keep that going. But when you are trying to take this hard right turn into crazyville, it's impossible. It's impossible to sustain because it's so far away from what your normal lifestyle is like. It just can't last. Reason your diet failed number four. You lack support. You know, having a significant other and friends that don't support you really sucks. But what's even worse is to have them also try and peer pressure you to go off plan. How many times have you heard, oh, come on, you can't have fun or one cookie isn't going to kill you in addition to other unsupportive jabs about your diet. The problem is, is that these people don't have to suffer the consequences of you going off your diet. And what do they gain by you going off track? Other than not having to look at themselves for what they aren't doing, not much. And this is where sacrifice comes into play. If you want results, you have to remove yourself from social situations where you'll be tempted and not have support. Or you need to set firm boundaries. You know, tell them that you'll hang out, but also don't feel like getting shit for your diet. Show them you're serious and they'll get the point. And if it's your significant other that's being unsupportive, you know, you might have to have a real serious talk with them. Like this is an issue that goes beyond food and what you eat. Sometimes when we're in a relationship and we see the other person bettering themselves, it causes like panic in the person who's not. And they either feel like they're going to get left behind or they get jealous or there's a whole host of issues that can pop up here. Having support isn't necessarily imperative. You can do things without the support of others. And you know, you don't need someone on the exact diet plan or the exact program that you're on in order to be successful. But it is important that your actual support system isn't trying to sabotage you. Reason your diet failed number five, you weren't eating enough calories. Okay, now look, I know people will sit here and be like, oh, I'm not eating enough, and that's why I weigh more. That's why I haven't lost any weight. Like, look, if you're in a caloric deficit, you're going to lose weight. That's just, it is what it is. Most people don't think they're eating enough calories because their food is denser, and when you're on a program, like generally, you're going to lean more towards nutrient-dense food, which have more volume, so it feels and seems like you're eating more. But if you've ever seen calorie comparisons, you know, like a McDonald's sandwich as opposed to an at-home sandwich, it's insane how many calories differ in that. And a lot of the times, even at home, we add things, we don't think about it. You know, eating an entire avocado is going to blow out a ton of fat for the day, but people think that they're just not eating very much. And if you're not losing weight and you're not eating, you think you're not eating enough, you probably are. So, but when you're dieting, you know, you're in a caloric deficit, so you're going to be hungry. I mean, it's pretty normal. Now, should you be miserable and in pain? No, but you know, you shouldn't be in such a big deficit. You feel like you're starving or you're weak or you're lacking brain function, you know, like that's not going to last. 
And a lot of the times people do a giant drop in calories because they think that they'll get there faster. And, you know, you might see something on the initial front end, but it's just not sustainable. And then you associate dieting, losing weight with misery, and it just doesn't have to be that way. You know, there are a ton of online calculators that can help you figure out your caloric intake based on your weight and your expenditure. But don't just choose an arbitrary number like 1200 calories because you hear it thrown around all the time. That's like the caloric intake of a squirrel for real. (laughs) Take these calculators, don't take them to heart because sometimes they aren't always going to be 1 million percent accurate or you're over reporting or under reporting. I mean, it just, it is what it is. If you can work with a coach, cool. If not, cool. But if you're not eating enough calories, you're likely going to fail. Reason your diet failed number six, you were eating too many calories. So how many times have you heard like, I'm working out and eating clean and it's been this long of a time, but I look the same and I haven't lost any weight. I hear that all the time. And it usually boils down to what I was just saying. You know, this person believes that eating clean means the same as low calorie, but if you're porking down six avocados a day thinking you're good because it's clean food think again, because you could possibly be feeding yourself an excess of calories. It's just like if you go out to eat and you order a giant salad, but the salad has cheese on it and dressing and avocado and bacon, you know, it has all this stuff. It adds up really quickly. And it's easy to believe that you are eating quote unquote healthy because your foods are nutrient dense But if they're also calorically dense, which is possible, it's not mutually exclusive, you guys, then it's very possible that you're eating too many calories. Just like if you're eating too few calories, you should figure out what number is right for you and then actually track your intake so you don't go over. A lot of the times people think they can just intuitively eat and (laughs) that is a whole nother thing altogether, but The idea of intuitive eating is a great one, but most people don't even know what their intuition sounds like. So to eat based off their intuition is, I mean, it's a fool's errand for the most part. If you've been tracking your food for a really long time and you kind of understand what your body needs and you can kind of go on autopilot, but if you genuinely have no idea, chances are you're not going to get enough protein. Chances are you could be just, you know, missing the mark, overeating, undereating. And it's just, in my opinion, better to understand what your intake should be. The intake should be for you and to eat according to that. Reason why your diet failed number seven, you bought into a gimmick. Three shakes a day, two snacks and a sensible dinner, right? Or maybe you're eating whatever you want and taking car blockers beforehand. Maybe you have that fancy coffee or that magical pudding mix or those pills or whatever powder it is, whatever miracle pill you've been sold. I hate to break it to you, but it doesn't exist. The only way you're going to lose fat, actual fat, is to be in a caloric deficit. So find a sustainable diet with an appropriate caloric intake for your body and trash the bullshit gimmicks. Stop buying from these MLM people, 
from your friends who are setting up their little parties and, oh, this worked for me and look, my belly bloat is down. Like for the love of all things, holy, get your calories in check. And yeah, you know, look into sodium, things like that. You don't want to be spiking your sodium levels because that that can also mess with your weight. But if you are eating 80% nutrient dense foods and 20% whatever to make your diet enjoyable, and you are fitting that into a calorie kind of window, you don't need the gimmicks. And the last reason, reason number eight, why your diet isn't working is because you gave up. It's not working. I give up. And you just go off the rails into no fucks oblivion. Look, I have been there so many times. I know how discouraging it is to feel like you're just not getting anywhere. But even just by trying, you're light years ahead of where you'd be if you gave up. Let's face it. If you give up, you're going to have to try again at some point, right? So why put yourself that much further away from your goal? It is so counterintuitive to feel frustrated that what you're doing isn't working. And instead of making small adjustments or trying to figure out what it is or troubleshooting, people don't want to take the time and they don't have the patience. And so they just turn around and face plant into a pizza or something like that is the answer. And it's just not, you guys. Sometimes things aren't moving along because maybe you need a little more activity or maybe you need to adjust your calories or maybe you're not getting the right amount of protein. Like there are so many things that you could troubleshoot to figure it out versus just saying fuck it and quitting entirely. Pretty much every reason your diet failed in this episode, you know, is all have one major thing in common. Like it's not sustainable. If what you're doing isn't working, you got to make those small adjustments, just changing everything at once it makes it tough to pinpoint a problem. You know, they call it like the shotgun approach. Just kind of like if you were just throwing 15 things at a wall, trying to find out what sticks, like it's hard to tell what is working and what's not, you know? So you've got to have the patience and take the baby steps to get in the right direction. Just start moving forward. Even if you're only moving forward inches, it doesn't mean you're not progressing. And sometimes progress is not beating yourself up or going off plan, or it could be, you know, being consistent because a month of consistency and of not being extreme. I mean, that is huge. You guys, especially when every, at every turn people are like, do this, try this, you know, eat in this window, jump through this hoop of fire, cut out this, cut out that. It's very tempting, but all of those gimmicks and fads and diets and things that cut out, you know, whole macronutrients, it's basically just you're white knuckling it through it. Because if you don't enjoy eating that way, you're not going to keep it up. And that's just facts. It's all about finding what actually works for you, not trying to force something to work for you. And sometimes, you know, we don't even need to be on diets. I know that, you know, there's a lot of pressure to look a certain way, or if you have gained some weight and you want to get it off, you've got to get your head right first. You've got to get your, your belief system hammered out first. And, and that's another thing we will call this the bonus reason why your diet failed 
This is number nine. It's because your belief system is not in line with your actions. A lot of the times we believe ourselves to be unworthy. We don't trust ourselves to follow through. We don't believe we deserve to have the body we want, the life we want, the success we want. And so we sabotage ourselves. And my coach says this amazing thing. She says, mindset work only works when you're actively working on it. So if you're not actively working on it, it's hard to keep it together, right? So we have to attack it at the belief system. We have to find a way to change that internal core belief so that our thoughts, feelings, actions, and results can all fall in line with where we want to be. This is a marathon. This is a journey. The destination is the journey. Getting to where you want to go is all part of it. And when you just want to hit the fast forward button or you put some timeline, some arbitrary timeline on what you need to look like and by when, you are already setting yourself up for failure. You are already setting yourself up for failure by giving, putting your, all this pressure on yourself to look a certain way by a certain date when really like, what's the rush? Sure, we all have, you know, I know no one's really going many places right now, but we all have vacations and trips and weddings and events and things we want to look and feel our best at. And if we just nosedive into all of this crazy shit, we're going to be miserable and we're not going to enjoy ourselves on the way there. But if you're enjoying yourself on the way to where you want to go, you're going to stick with it and you're going to make yourself so proud and you're going to reestablish that trust with yourself. It has nothing to do with willpower. It has nothing to do with how disciplined you are. It has to do with that internal belief system and just spending time every day to change that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As I mentioned before, we are launching enrollment for my new nutrition course. So if you are looking for something that's simple and sustainable with some guidance and you want something you can really do for life, then let me know, hit me up, slide up into my DMs. I will give you the link so you can check out the program for yourself or you can go to crystalrose.com slash nutrition and read all about it. And if you want to sign up, then we are starting on August 31st. So enrollment most likely is not most likely enrollment is starting next Friday, which I believe is the 14th. So get up in here. I love you guys and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Rebel Babe Kate. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe and we'd love it if you left a review. See you next week.